Hi everyone, Coach Fonzie here. It's really good to reconnect with you after that short break we took, but now we're back with a new episode for you today. We're going to take a short break from our connecting series and we'll be talking about something that we've presented for a company recently. I'll be sharing the same materials with you today and I'm really grateful to be able to share this with you the things that we've learned and applied in my life, not only as a communicator, a trainer, but also a coach. My name once again is Fonzie Marquez, and I'm the head coach of Activate Leadership. I am a certified John Maxwell team member, coach, trainer, and speaker, as well as a certified coach and practitioner of NLP and CBT. Today we'll be talking about connecting and specifically how connecting is more of a skill than natural talent. My journey to become a speaker and communicator didn't come recently when I started to coach, but much, much earlier. When I was in high school, I joined many theater productions in our school, partly because I enjoy performing and I'm a fairly decent actor and singer, but also because I thought that I had a gift in communication. When I was in third year high school, the school was auditioning for oratorical contests and that they wanted to participate in. And oratorical performances are usually over-the-top performances that would go above and beyond just to communicate and address complex societal issues. And it was a very noble thing just to be able to have a platform to speak to these issues and be able to have your voices heard. And I really wanted to impress my crush. So uh, there I found myself in the audition where we were asked to perform a short excerpt of the speech. I don't really remember the piece that we used, but I imagine that it was very dramatic and emphatic. I didn't really prepare much. I wasn't planning on joining. I just had the idea and I wanted to do something different. That approaching it with large gestures and over-the-top acting wouldn't do the trick. I wanted to be more authentic, more conversational, as if I were talking to you now or seeing someone deliver a speech. So the picture in my head wasn't the specific gestures or ways of delivery or anything like that. I was thinking about the overall effect. I wanted to be understood, and I wanted to be different. So when the auditions came and it was my turn, I delivered my speech very casually, and I was very calm. I stayed away from usual oratorical theatrics and over-the-top dramatics. I was speaking as if I was speaking to you now, conversational, casual, as if you were part of the conversation. And the people seemed to be really surprised. Even the judges in my school were very refreshed by my take of the speech. And after deliberations, I got to represent my school. So fast forward to many hours of practice and memorization, I was able to come up with a very good enough performance to represent my school. And what was awesome about this opportunity is that I got to go to the contest with my crush. She represented the Quizby category of the event. 
So when I got to the stage, I did manage to perform fairly well, but unfortunately only got to second place. And just like my crush at that time, it wasn't meant to be. So that was my first time. I came so close and I worked so hard and not quite get it. Although I believed at that time I did my best, I was not satisfied with the result. So I made, uh, I made it a point or somewhat of a goal to maybe have another shot at it in the future. Like if there was a contest that would be around oratorical or I anything in that vein, I would definitely join and come back. Or this time maybe, like having a broader goal of not just impressing other people, but to really dig into my skill set and really train in the best way possible. So the following year, I was a senior and I was given the opportunity again to audition and represent the school in one of the most prestigious oratorical contests in the city, which was the Water District Oratorical Contest. So the Water District Oratorical Contest had three legs, three. So the first one was the citywide competition, second one the regional competition, and the third one the national competition. This was like the UAAP of oratorical contests at the time where quality and competition of the contest was really high. And all the best schools would send representatives to compete. I trained for a good few months. I would dedicate hours of my day just refining my speech and sometimes would excuse myself from classes just to rehearse with my coach. My coach at that time was Mam Tini Flores, who was an amazing, amazing coach and who always wanted me to be an effective communicator. And she worked her butt off <laughs> to get me to that level. But how she worked with me was really the amazing part because she acknowledged that while I had my natural skill set, she also introduced the logic of why certain techniques in oratory were effective in delivering the message. So while I had the notion that I didn't want to dip into conventional ways of communicating, she gave me a very clear picture as to how I can use these conventional ways of communicating and add that my arsenal. So we would work every day, even weekends, just to fine-tune the message. And she would always say to me, go for the X factor, whatever that is. That X factor would be that moment when people know that something special was happening. When the citywide competition day came after months of preparation, training, lessons, frustrations, wins, losses, and so many hours spent just giving my everything to this competition, it was my turn to give the speech. As I stood in front of all of those people and the judges in front, I demanded all eyes and ears be on me. And I truly believed I gave the best performance in that competition. And thankfully, the judges saw that too. I not only won the citywide competition, a few months later, I won the regionals, and then a few weeks later, the nationals, where I competed in the World Trade Center in Metro Manila. That was definitely one of the biggest and proudest achievements 
ever in my life. So what does that say about connecting? Well, connecting is more than just natural talent or dumb luck or false goals. If you want to be a better communicator, we have to ask what makes people listen. One of the many lessons I've learned from Mantini is that people feel your intention to communicate with them. And while we all have that natural talent to become communicators in our own right, that does not and never will develop by accident. I did not by any means become a champion by accident. I worked to improve my natural gifts was mentored by someone who had similar goals, worked to step out of my own comfort zone, and have the ability to deliver 110% when the time came. You cannot expect to succeed through dumb luck. So what makes people listen? Forming connections like this is more than just dumb luck. I didn't spend hours upon hours perfecting my speech to win by dumb luck. I learned to connect with others by making the most of whatever skills and experience I had. So when I listen to great communicators, I noticed that there are a handful of factors that they seem to draw upon that cause people to listen to them. And as you hear about these, think about which of them you could use to connect with others. Number one, relationships. Who you know. I honestly feel like if I hadn't had Mamtini by my side to coach me, I wouldn't be able to win. Forming that relationship with her has been instrumental in my growth and achieving the goal that I had and the goal of the school. And aside from that, I not only performed good relationships with her, but also good relationships with the teachers and the faculty of the school. They gave me permission to leave their classes so I can rehearse. They gave me encouragement. They even gave me the chance to represent them. Number two, sacrifice and how I have lived. The amount of sacrifice I had to do for that competition was great. Not only did I have a lot of hours per day of my life every day to practice, I also had to let go of some interests that wouldn't serve my purpose at that time. And aside from that, I had to remain disciplined, not, not just in what I did, but also in what I ate, how I slept, and even how much I would communicate and use my voice. Number three, insight. What do you know? Well, not only did I train, but I also watched a lot of previous performances and gained as much insight as I could in terms of learning and developing my own style of communicating. It's not enough to learn by yourself. It's important to learn from others. Number four, success. What you have done. I don't think that I would have had the opportunity to represent my school if not for the previous year when I won second place. That opened doors for me and was easier to convince my school to support me. They knew I had the capacity and it was easy for me to gain their support because of it. 
And number five, ability. What you can do. Because of my natural talent and my discipline, I was able to go above and beyond for the school's expectations. Honestly, after the first citywide competition, I had no expectations of winning the entire thing. I was just focused on my own performance. I was not uh, in disbelief or unbelief of what I could do. It was just me putting my energies to the belief that would make me stronger as a communicator. I wanted my goals to support my growth. I knew what my skill set was, and I, I believed that I could be the best in the entire country. And I worked as if I were the best. And I truly felt like I deserved that. So what can you take away from this? The key concept here is the skills you learn to connect at one level can be used to start connecting at the next level. And the question that I leave you guys with is this. What connecting skills is a strength in your life now? And how can you make it better? Again, my name is Fonzi Marquez. I am the coach of Activate Leadership. So thank you so much for uh, listening in today and for sharing and for just committing your time with us. I hope you can uh, continue to support our podcast by uh, just liking, commenting, or subscribing, or sharing these with your friends. Uh, we Hopefully, we will bounce back, bounce back with um, more episodes in the coming weeks as we gain more and more momentum delivering speeches and talks to other companies and so on and so forth so take care of yourself thank you and stay healthy bye-bye